Hey, listen at that. That voice is back. Hey, nephew, where you been, man? You all right? Oh, man, surviving, doing great. You know, just got back into the workforce and my schedule is killing me. I'm a, I'm a night worker now. So usually when uh, we're doing this thing, I'm asleep, <laughs> trying to recover from the night before. But, you know, uh, today is a Monday and got the kids to school, got them, got them out of the way. And now I can sit back, relax and take some stuff with my uncle. Well, yeah, I, I did say, you know, you were away and uh, straightening out uh, you know, everyday life situations. And, and there was going to be some content that, that we were going to be able to provide to the listeners, listening audience. And um, and here you are. So it's good to, good to hear your voice. And uh, what's going out there in San Diego? remotely oh everything's great you know we, we, i don't know what's up with this weather though you know we all the weather and the, hey, the weather's bipolar that's it yeah like we thinking it's gonna be summer out here and, and then it turns back into a little winter storm i don't know what's going on but other than that you know everybody's back into like regular life form it seems uh we're still dealing with COVID, which we'll probably i'm sure we'll discuss um but everything's back to normal as far as uh events and the venues and and restaurants and schools everything's kind of scaled back as far as uh, the mask wearing and um, close contact and all that good stuff so everybody's feeling a a sense of normalcy even though it's 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 still out there and uh and and still have to be kind of vigilant when it comes to you know being aware that the the virus isn't going anywhere even though it has been relaxed rule-wise Exactly. And again, uh, for you guys who are listening, you know what it is. This is The Unfinished Business, and the podcast is brought to you by Talbert and Talbert. Just if we forgot to hit that tagline, uh, we all know what it is. So, uh, yes, we're going to dive right into it. Uh, we started the introduction, and again, the panelist, my nephew, is back. And uh, it's kind of it's kind of weird having a podcast by yourself. It's almost like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> because if you have no one to debate with, and there's no back and forth, and there's no no discussion... And if you're not reading from uh, a point of view, either uh, uh, in, um, what I want to say, reporting something, and then it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of dry, but I'm glad to have you back. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that we'll, going forward, we'll have content uh, for the general public to listen to. But we'll begin with this, and it's with heavy hearts that we begin this show, and it's just tragic loss of life. Uh, the young football star Dwayne Haskins just unfortunate just sort of circumstances I don't think anyone has got the full details of what took place initially they said he was walking on the freeway I mean walking on the freeway at 6 o'clock 6.30 in the morning then they say he tried to cross the freeway so there's only a few people who know that what took place the dump truck driver I mean to get hit by a dump truck it's just odd in itself that's just crazy, unfortunate. Uh, I, my boy, he lives in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and he actually broke. He broke the news to me. I think before it was actually out there, you know, uh, just Twitter. Twitter finds everything. I'm not even on Twitter, so I, I find out stuff kind of late. But he uh, he broke it to me, and, and then when I heard dump truck, you know, when you hear about like an accident or someone, you know, crossing the street or whatever, but on a freeway and a dump truck. You're just waiting to, to hear like more details because it just seems like so odd that someone will go out like that and and just want to kind of figure out what the particulars were like what what actually how it transpired but like you said it's just it's tragic tragic nonetheless 
as a uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a huge Michigan fan, as you know, um, as far as football goes, and um, Ohio State, as everyone knows, is our biggest rival. And Dwayne Haskins, for two, I want to say two years, he was there for three, but for two years, he just terrorized us, man. And and as much hate as I have for him as the Ohio State Buckeye, I have the most love and respect for him and his family and, and the tragic stuff that they have to face and go through. He uh, just was married recently, and you don't wish that upon anybody. So, you know, uh, much love and condolences to him and his family. And that's just it's super tragic, super unfortunate. Yeah, absolutely. And, and for a young man, again, most of the time, in life people have conspiracy theories and they want to dehumanize a person and uh, it's just a tragic loss you know everyone trying to figure out what happened was he crossing the street um the only logical explanation would be that he was crossing the highway but no one knows why why was this what I was what I was told by the same friend of mine who was out there that it might have been a uh, uh, malfunction in his vehicle or, or running out of gas or something like that, and he was trying to either cross to get off the freeway um, to in, in order to which I, even that even sounds strange because of the, the the day and age of a cell phone and. You know, like it had to be something that went wrong. With well, not vehicle. only that, a multimillionaire. Hey, listen, man, I run out of gas. I run out of gas. I'm poor. <laughs> I just can't see a multimillionaire running out of gas. I mean, on a freeway. I can see a car malfunctioning, but then I won't see anything else because. Yeah, yeah I, I, I just think we gotta wait. And, yeah. You know, we all speculate and kind of, you know, assume what we think might have happened. I even think I saw that Adam Schefter. Who uh, you know the big time NFL uh, reporter? He he's got slayed on uh, Twitter and, and and all sorts of social media because of his speculation. And he he kind of like said things of uh, he had like a, a disturbing or just kind of like turbulent um, time in the NFL, kind of like alluding to Dwayne Haskins maybe like going crazy or something. Well, that I mean? well that's NFL. why I didn't want to jump into and say that because again it's not fair to him it's not fair to his family i mean they try to make it seem like he was despondent what he's doing walk on the freeway at six o'clock in the morning um you know the the um dump truck driver i mean what was he gonna say you know someone ran across the highway and got hit i mean it's just so unfortunate we will never know because he can't speak to us to tell us what his thinking was why did was he on the freeway how come he crossed the freeway what took place before he crossed the freeway it's all speculation and skepticism and it's just so sad as a matter of fact i just looked through the news feed and i see Dwayne haskins wife last instagram post is heartbreaking oh beautiful young woman uh it's just um, very sad um but again, as you said and touched upon, we do offer our condolences and I'm very sad that this young, talented man uh, uh, lost his life. Um, it's very sad. But uh, yeah, and moving around and just, and, you know, we just go across the news feed. Just, just, just go across the news feed and just read. Here in L.A., 
authorities ID Hawthorne resident Inglewood homicide victim. Just everywhere you look, some somebody stealing, killing, hit and run, robbery, home invasion. It's you know I don't know if this is the effects of the pandemic, everyone being in the house, everyone thinking, everyone's mad. But yeah, this 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 pandemic has caused you know two women arrested, uh, drug charges. That's that's normal. Drug charges, is, <laughs> drug charges. <laughs> two dead, five injured, and shooting in Whittlebrook. I can go on and on forever. It just nonstop. And then even as the art of war, the concept of war, uh, as we see the Ukrainian people fighting hard for their lives and feverishly and trying to uh, defend the uh, heavy artillery of the Russians, still that reporting is deceptive. You know, they'll they'll say they're holding on while the Russians are saying no. We're, we're blowing things up and shelling them and, you know, and the only thing that happens basically is loss of human life and loss of property. You know, what what, what, what is everyone gaining from this? So... Yeah, what is, at the end of the day, it's like, what's the end result here? Like, what are we... What are, who's to win? What, what are you winning? Well, it's a takeover. It's a takeover of the land. It's territory, definitely, but even at that expense, it's like, what are you gonna? You're destroying most of the territory that you're trying to occupy, you know. So you're gonna have to spend as much money to build up that infrastructure back, and then you've pretty much moved away uh, and, and I guess made most of the, the Ukrainian people choose to go elsewhere, and even to as far as America. Yeah, they're in Poland. Yeah, most of them are in Poland, but again. Yeah. So you you got to occupy that space with not only uh, infrastructure that you have to rebuild and a pipeline and freeways and subways that you destroy, but you also have to occupy that with people. And most of your people are against what you're fighting for. So it's just it's, it's ass backwards. If you ask, if you ask me, it's just more uh, of a, a power play as far as uh, on a global scale. To show your might and, and what you what you're all about, but like you you opened up with, it's like you knowing that I don't I, I didn't expect them to be able to hold on this long to sustain against Russia, rather good or bad. But to see that they are actually you know standing up for their countries, it's, it's a good thing. Even without a lot of the help on the ground, you know they do things behind the scenes as far as like sanctions and you know try to limit some of the. Uh, the options that the Russians may have, but even with them just doing it on the ground, you know what I mean? It shows like, you know, a lot of great independence on their part. So, you know, big up to them and, and hopefully at the end of the day, there's some sort of light at the end of the tunnel, not just for, for, uh, them, but for everybody, you know, that, that whole area, it could be, it could get super volatile, super quick, you know, absolutely change the whole scale, not just for, for them, but for everybody. Yeah, they're, they're trying to prevent World War III and the United States, we're not going to get involved in it. Um, you, you can offer weapons to them and you can stop the, the Russians' um, bank flow of money. And even so, if they occupy that town or that or that country, they have to rebuild. And if they have no money, how would they even rebuild with, if all their money supply is, is cut off? So it remains to be seen. It's unfortunate. And uh, again... The conflict of war is, and the takeover of territory is, is a phenom to us. And we 
don't know why it happens. We're here in the United States and we're a global power and hopefully no one messes with us because being for a big surprise. So, yeah, unfortunately. And we're military men or ex-military men. So we understand. We've seen it from the inside. We know how it how it could work. We've been on those gigantic uh, ships that are miles. Hey, what? On them, I'm on them bases now currently. And then I, I wouldn't do it if I was them. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Right you, yeah, you can just see. It's just, we're just too powerful, looks like. Um, but yeah, moving right along, man. We're going to get into... Uh, Hey man, we we're still talking about this this slap. <laughs> Chris Rock. Touched on it a little bit um, in, in one of your podcasts. It just man, it's so many twists and turns. As far as uh, when you first seen it, you like, oh man, is this real? Is it scripted? Did, why, why did he do this? They laugh. Both of them laugh. It seems like everyone has different point of views of when the actual joke was was landed. And then to point to Will laughing at, at the joke, and then even Jada, she kind of she kind of snickered a little bit, and then at point that goes away from her to Chris, and then he comes up on stage, kind of sneaks him. Well, not kind of, he snuck him. Um, no one expected to see that. So now all of the ramifications of for, for one, he had to apologize. Um, to now they what well, they gave him a ten year ban at the Oscars, and now he was like. If I'm on Instagram. If you've ever been on Instagram, Will Smith and Jada. Well, Will Smith for one, he's just like one of the biggest like social media guys. Like he's posting stuff every day. It's always outlandish. He's got like he got a camera crew that's with him every day type deal. Wow. Now you don't see him at all. It's pretty much scrub. You don't see him. You know they're playing the um, where they're doing damage control in a sense. So yeah, it's it's ridiculous, man. And unfortunately for him. Uh, I thought, I thought, actually fortunate, I thought it was going to actually help his career because people were like, he's defending his wife and all that, and it just turned on him. It was a smooth little right turn, like, why did he do that, you know? So, it's, it's crazy, but if you look at Chris Rock, boy, if, if you wanted, the price went up for him. If you want to go to any of his shows, it went from like 200 to like $1,000 a ticket just to go see him, you know, talk about the slap, so, and too much going on with, with this whole slapping. Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't really talk about the slap too much. What I what I read in the news feed, he said he's not gonna talk about it until he gets paid. So he wanna he, he wanna get paid. He want he I guess he want a sitcom. I guess he want a, a show where he can just talk about the slap. Um, unfortunately, again, uh, and we spoke on this before in one of my um, podcasts. I have alopecia. I have alopecia universal. That means hair was nowhere nowhere on my body eyelashes eyebrows head hair feet toes arms anywhere you can think where hair would grow it didn't grow on my body and it gives a it gives an altered appearance of you it just you like a shell of yourself you don't want to take pictures you don't want to be seen it kind of mimics cancer it it, it it just it's just horrible but thank god i'm a veteran and my doctors at the dermatology did the best thing they could for me. They got some medicine that costs eight thousand dollars per month. These pills are—they're uh, cancer pills, um, and they cost eight thousand dollars a month. There's no way I could have done this uh, and got got back to some confidence in in the way I look without you know walking around hairless and people call me all kind of names. Like I say, you know, I'll come back. Hey, I look better than you. And I have alopecia. 
but they would call me all kind of names. One dude called me Powder. I'm like, what the hell is Powder? I looked at him as a kid with no hair, nowhere, and he was ghost white. I was like, wow, that's cold. But I, I got used to it. Believe me, I want to slap a lot of my, my, my I won't say curse, but I want to slap a lot of people. A lot of people said a lot of bad things, you know, about me. Like, even my own kids were like, Dad, are you sick? Like, nah, I just had this condition. Nobody really understood it. It's called alopecia. You know, my immune system's all screwed up. But, you know, thanks to the VA, I'm back. I do understand how Jada Pinkett feels because being a woman, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it's horrible. But, again, a woman. You know, um, what you're saying is I don't think anyone knew that she had that until after, you know, the smack. She, Jada had been uh, rocking the ball for years, and it, it just looked good on her. Everybody was like, okay, well, that's that's her look. So when he dropped the joke, it was kind of like, you know, it is what it is. Everybody kind of got it because they didn't. Who would laugh at a joke like that if they knew that she had that condition? Yeah, but it wasn't tasteless or tacky. He just he said, Jada Pinkett, I love you first. And they said, can't wait to see uh, G.I. Jane 2. I mean, what was so bad about that? Will Smith, he didn't walk up there. I'm going to tell you, he switched up there. He did like a little switch. Like, <laughs> he switched up there and smacked him and switched back to his seat. And I think the bad part that got it, honestly, the bad part that made Will Smith look really bad is when he got back to his seat. He was arrogant about it. Like, yeah, don't talk about my effing wife. That is probably what they're looking at. Um, to slap somebody, you know, is a, is offensive anyway to begin with. But to brag about it and be arrogant about it is really bad, especially in front of that type of audience. Had it been probably at the Hip Hop Awards, it would have probably been a little different reaction. He probably would have, you know, made it through. But you know, we're at the Oscars, or there, where they were at the Oscars. So unfortunately. Also, another point though, it takes some responsibility. Also, the Oscars, you said, because for one, they could they, they could have cut that, they could have cut everything that like all of these award shows are not um live anymore, they're all kind of like 10 seconds uh delayed. So, don't they have to take some responsibility? It seems like they they benefited from it for one because nobody watched the Oscars. Who watched the Oscars? Like, seriously. No one watched that, that stuff anymore uh, since like 20 years ago. And now they have the highest ratings since that incident because everybody was waiting around to see the aftermath of what would happen and all this, that, and there. And now they're trying to act like they're, you know, above it and trying to suspend the man two weeks after the incident. You know, it's like, y'all got to share some of this responsibility also. It's not just, you know, it's unfortunate that it went down and it makes us look as a people kind of, you know, in a weird space. But at the same time, like, come on, don't try to act like y'all didn't have no type of control over what was going on and what was aired. That that, that could have been nipped in the bud a long time ago. But, you know, they're they going to profit off the, off the profit. But just think about, just think about uh, when the producer asked um, Chris Rock, did he just slap you? And Chris Rock did like, yeah, I just got punched by Muhammad Ali because you know, that 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 ten second feed or runoff. See, that was unexpected. I mean, could they have cut it? I, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm I'm, go, I'm sure they're gonna profit and have profited off of it, but I don't think they they could have done anything to prevent that. 
you know. No, no, no. But I'm saying at the, after the smack, you got a 10 second delay. You cut it. You go to commercial right there. Damn. Yeah, but the, but the world had already seen the slap. Right when it happened, right when it happened, that's when you cut it. You said, "Oh man, this going this this gonna turn ugly right here." And then you, like you said, he went, he had enough time to sit down, gather his thoughts, and then scream twice about not saying something about his wife cussing. Yeah, only thing I feel about Chris Rock, man, like, man, you didn't throw the microphone stand at him, you didn't hit him back in the head with the mic, you didn't spit at him, you didn't throw your shoe at him, you didn't do nothing. <laughs> it was one person who was in a position to, you know, we don't really need the money. I'm Chris don't really need the money at that, but who's in a who's in a higher stature? Who's in a better place in Hollywood? Chris Rock or Will Smith? I would say Will Smith. Of course, so, he gets he gets twenty. He used to get twenty million dollars, twenty million dollars per per uh, movie. Now that's been cut. Bad Boys Four is cut. Another production has been cut. So that's just unfortunate. Super yeah. unfortunate, but hey, it's just our opinions. Uh, we seen the smack. I, you know, I thought it was a stage. Like this is some BS. He just, you know, but you know, I took a look again. Like man, that was real. Wow, slap that dude. <laughs> he wouldn't slap me. Wouldn't slap me. He got away with it. That's for sure. But hey, everyone's different. But um, moving into the pandemic numbers, um, the numbers are decreasing, and we are allowed now to walk around in some areas as you uh, touched on earlier alluded to that we can go in some places without our mask I've seen some people they need to keep them on please wear them you need them Uh, (laughs) so for the first time I was maskless and again with the alopecia I I, I, like my mask kind of like was disguised for me because the alopecia alters my appearance, so I was, you know, I stayed out a lot of things that I alluded to earlier. But then, as the hair started to grow back, you know, I got a beard now, a mustache. Like, okay, okay, all right, I come back out now. So, uh, gained some confidence uh, there. But other than that, man, uh, the Lakers season is over. Uh, my gir- my girls, my girls could have beat the Lakers, man. And I, I received my coach's award on Saturday. I'm sad now. My coaching debut is over. We went undefeated. We probably could have beat the Lakers and uh, my girls, you know. Yeah, I think I would have got them by 20. <laughs> yeah, we would have beat them, man. We'd be, we we were scoring uh, 47 and a half. So, we, yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we would have got them. But uh, we'll move on into um, Mike's Two Cents, and then uh, we'll move forward from there. All right, well, let me give y'all a quick rundown. As you said, Lakers finished last night against the Nuggets. They actually had a really good game last night. Austin Reeves, uh, undrafted rookie, went for a triple-double. He had like 31, 15 assists. Oh, wow. Nice. Bounds. Yeah, he was balling. So, uh, you guys uh, avoided the 50th, the elusive 50 loss uh, on the season, but nonetheless, still not making the play-in or the playoffs. Lakers finished 33 and 49. And they couldn't even get firing the coach right. The coach was at a press conference last night after the game and somebody tweeted that he had got fired and they asked the man a question on the podium and he had no idea what went down. He got he got fired? He got fired. Last night they broke the news on Twitter. I, I didn't they see got, I still they, didn't, haven't seen that news. Man, won you a title. Bubble title at that. But won you a title. 
and y'all fired a man on Twitter. Wow. But yeah, this went down uh, today uh, officially. He's been fired. Frank Vogel uh, will no longer be uh, the Oh, yeah. That's it. The play-in starts Tuesday, so those of you who are, were expecting to see the Lakers will not, but you can watch the other teams in battle starting Tuesday, and the, the playoffs, I believe, starts soon after that. Um, baseball is back. I actually uh, went and took my son to the opening weekend yesterday. We went to an Angels game, see them lose to the Astros 4-1, um, but you know, I'm an avid baseball fan, big Mets fan. Um, so we're, we're tuned in, we're ready to go we're, we're locked into a new season upon us, which didn't look like it was going to happen with all of the lockout and all that craziness going on, but yet still they started and, uh, we, we, get, we get another sport to watch and uh, lastly um, last night, or yesterday Scott, Scotty Sheffer Schieffer, I believe his last name won the Masters, the Masters that everyone was talking about, because Tiger Woods actually played in it, and um he, he wasn't near the uh, the top 10, uh, but going forward, I believe he's going to continue to you know, pursue some of these uh, tournaments coming up, the big ones. He's already uh, said that he uh, will be in the Open, which is in a few weeks. So, got Tiger Woods coming back, got Scotty Schieffer winning the Masters, Lakers done, and uh, baseball's back. Mike's two cents. Mike's two cents. I agree with. Uh, I, I didn't know about the Frank Vogel firing. And again, I just looked in the news feed, and he he uh, kind of said he didn't know SHIT about the firing. And unfortunately, when you get they back on the news conference post game after you win the game, <laughs> yeah, it's funny when you get backdoored like that. But the funniest guy that I really can't call his name, but he's a guy that is on uh, TikTok. He is funny. Lakers trash. He is funny. Okay, well, that's his name. Uh, he said, Genie Bus, step down. He was like, man, yeah. So I get it. I get I get I get sports as a business. And I think the Lakers decided to run their their uh, sports as a business and not an entertainment and not to win. Because once the money is collected, the hot dogs have eaten. And the hot dog is off the mustard, as uh, the famous Chip Hearn would say. They got your money. That's it. There's no refund. You can't say, give me a refund back on, on, on a Lakers ticket. You know, you bought it. You enjoyed the game. They lost. That's it. But Well, any visible basketball fan, and I think I told you this from the very beginning of the season, uh, I said, Westbrook is not going to work with LeBron. You, you got two ball-dominant players who need the ball in their hands to be successful. Unless you put, unless you plan on bringing one of them off the bench, which Brown will never do, and Westbrook, is, is, his ego is just too big to even think about the bench, it's not going to work. And they can talk about injuries and COVID and uh, lineup changes all they want, but that is the fact. It, even when they were together, it just was not successful. So it is what it is. It is what it is. We're going to end that there. It is what it is. We run out of time. May God continue to bless us all. May God, may God keep you. Uh, healthy and safe and strengthen you and we gone we gone I'll, hey, I'll be back y'all don't uh, don't trip uh, I'm not gonna be gone as long as I've been you guys heard that I'll be back alright ciao, ciao.